Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's The Rundown with your boy, Reed. And we're coming back at you with episode 15, nice and quick. I know I know, we put one out to you guys this week, and I said we'd get one right back out to you. And uh, here we are on a nice sunny Friday, the 29th, about 6.30, sitting down before these games with my boy, producer Nate, our resident hoop head. Had to get him in the studio, uh, get him talking about some of the games last night, some of the games that are about to start tonight, and then maybe a little bit into the weekend. But I uh, got some brave stuff. And then I got some basketball, and then we're going to let you guys go. But first of all, I want to say what up, Nate. Welcome back. What's going on, guys? It's been a while, a couple weeks, and uh, I'm coming in at the perfect time. I mean, it's we got these Sweet 16 Elite 8, Elite Eight games tonight, and... I'm just excited, man. <laughs> Nate's fired up. He's got his Duke shirt on. We're fresh off the golf course. So uh, we're excited to be giving you guys this episode. Uh, like I said, yesterday was opening day for the Braves against the Phillies. Uh, it was actually in Philadelphia. They open next week in Atlanta against the Cubs at home. I hope to go to the game on Wednesday. Nate's actually going to try and go also. Um, they ended up losing to the Phillies yesterday in a 10-4 to game. It was a pretty tough game. Julio Tehran actually ended up pitching for the Braves opening day starter, which uh, was pretty interesting, but with Mike fulton being hurt... Something that's not very uh, very shocking to me with with Tehran having some experience. And to be honest, he pitched like the old Julio Tehran from Turner Field yesterday. And it's not something that he really didn't do last year. Julio really struggled more when he was at home than when he when when he was away. Seems to not be. He seems like he hasn't figured out how to pitch at SunTrust Park yet. But uh, he 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 pitched very well yesterday in Philly. He just matched up against a tough Phillies lineup and and a tough opposing pitcher in Aaron Nola. You know he uh, he actually struck out Bryce Harper twice, which was always good to see. And then our boy Ronald Acuna actually had a good day. He was one for two, two walks, a stolen base. So good good uh, five tool game for our boy. Ronnie Acuna, a couple little of Braves. How about stuff. Joyce stepping in there and hitting that home run? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was I good. Didn't... The Braves, they had their moments. It, it, it was tough. It's just tough. Nola's a tough starting pitcher, yeah. and and Philly's and that, a tough. Goes team. back on Tehran too. That's hard. You know, it's opening day at Philly. Bryce Harper debut. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. that place was sold tough. out. There was yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a seat in the house, and and we we had them. It was it was a close game, and they ended up running away with it at the end. Like I said, ten to four. But but long 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 season and. And, uh, and the Braves still have a long way to go, so we'll, we'll we'll keep you up to date with that. Hopefully, the Braves get it back turned around and uh, and and can beat the Phillies. They have today off; they play tomorrow, so we'll always give you a little blips about the Braves here and there. Who's doing well? Who's doing not? So, uh, but yeah, let's get into this tournament. I'm so ready to talk about this NCAA tournament. I wanted to get a show out last night, didn't have enough time, but super excited to give you guys a little recap of the games last night, and then uh, talk about the ones tonight. And hopefully, you'll be able to get this in before you uh, you see the games on Saturday and Sunday. But the first game I want to talk about is going to be just the Florida State-Gonzaga game, a game that kind of went to chalk, as most people predicted. I actually had Florida State personally winning in my bracket because I don't think Gonzaga is going to win at all. I know a lot of people have them going all the way to their Final Four, um, but I actually had Florida State was a very athletic, very lengthy team, and they gave Gonzaga a game. They were down steady 10 points throughout the whole first half, and then they were able to close it to within six in the second half, but, uh, but Gonzaga was able, able to pull away. And, and, and secure a pretty pretty handle, handily uh, victory. And uh, my boy Hachimura was actually balling out for Gonzaga, in my opinion. That's someone that I'd like to keep an eye on. He's a, he's a, like a 3-4, I'd say, yeah, swing guy. That's your boy. Someone, someone could definitely be playing in a Hawks jersey And people next don't year. realize Gonzaga beat Duke straight up. With Zion. In the Maui Invitational earlier this year with Zion. And it was a good game. Gonzaga is... 
They are what they are. They're yeah. kind of like the almost. But they a, can never get over that hump. Yeah, you know? they're like, I mean, in my eyes, they're always going to be that glorified mid-major until they win a couple of turn. Uh, yeah. Couple. Mark you're, Mark Few is one of the best coaches in college sports. Yeah. He's and he's, he's always going to have that program. He's like Coach K yeah. too. He just sits at Gonzaga. Has he's never going to have to worry about losing. There's a lot that of job. good talent that comes from that area mm-hmm. up there in Gonzaga, mm-hmm. like. Washington and Oregon and all yeah, that, a lot that, of good basketball players. Northwest, Northwest. Yeah. If, I mean, and honestly, if you're going to pick a school in the Northwest to go to for hoops, I would say Gonzaga's Gonzaga, right up there. Washington. Yeah. yeah, that's about it. But yeah, uh, a little bit about that game. Oregon. <laughs> yeah, Oregon too. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about them a little bit. But um, Tennessee Purdue was the game after that, and that was actually a really good game too. Tennessee in true Tennessee fashion, just like against Iowa, we talked about last week. They got down to a huge lead. It was like 15 plus points, and and all of a sudden. And they start storming back, but it was like almost too little, too late. And and I'll tell you what, Purdue, they were sniping. I mean, my guy Ryan Klein, he he, I, he had twenty seven <laughs> points. I think he had like seven threes. This game was crazy because I was actually busy doing something. I was in a meeting and and Reed's texting me like I looked at my phone and Tennessee was down by like fifteen, 15 or something. Points. And Reed's like, this game's going to overtime. I'm like, no, <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> Check my phone. Yeah, they ended up coming back. And there was some, and and this is where I always bring it back to. I'm not gonna blame the officials at all, but talk about the worst uh, referees, official, umpire at any level, college basketball. Everyone's officials. saying that. Oh my gosh! I mean, so many calls. At the end of that game could have gone either way. I'm not gonna make excuses. I really don't have a, a horse in the in the race either. Any anyway, but um. Tennessee, I mean, you can't get down to that big lead and then, and then hope for calls at the end. They ended up forcing it into OT, but they still lost, um, and that's tough. I actually had Tennessee going to my Final Four. That was a team I actually took a chance on uh, putting them that far, but 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 a lot of people did not have Purdue. That's kind of a sleeper yeah. type of team. Purdue's one of those teams. It's They're in the tournament every year. They always play on TV every week. Big Ten, but testing. you just never watch them. It's yeah. like they're always there. Yeah, but they play. I mean, they play the Iowas yeah. like Tennessee played last week. They play the Iowa, uh, Ohio State, who was yeah. in the tournament this year. Michigan, who Big was in the Ten's tournament. done good this yeah, year. Yeah, so so a tough tough Purdue team. It's gonna be interesting to see uh, th- them when they take on they take on uh, uh, Virginia in the Elite Eight. And yeah. I know what Virginia played Oregon in in the, in the second yeah. set of games yesterday. And it was funny. Hold on one second. It was funny because remember they actually had a power out. In Anaheim, it was almost like like, like, the, like yeah, like the Superdome uh, back back when they when they <laughs> the unplugged Super the lights yeah. at the Super Bowl. Yeah, man. They, they, so we were, we were watching the other game. They had us on Texas Tech, Michigan on both of the channels, and then finally they switched over to the the uh, Virginia Oregon game. But uh, what was it? What was it? Was you expected it to be? Yeah, I knew Oregon was going to hang in there, but Virginia. I don't know. Every year, Virginia always folds when it when the pressure's on and. Kyle, I, Tony Bennett, the way he runs his offense is so – It's Kyle Guy is the best player on the floor and just give him the ball. But they keep trying to run that offense. And Kyle Guy, I mean, he, he came up, made some big plays. That dude uh, Pritchard uh, for Oregon. Yeah, Oregon's but Oregon's had some injuries this year. Bull Bull's yeah. been out. I mean, do you put Bull Bull on a team? They're a Final yeah, Four team probably. And, they hung in there. That was a good game, and uh, a lot of people are saying the Hawks are looking at uh, DeAndre Hunter. And for some reason, I did not. I don't. I hope the Hawks do not draft no, DeAndre not Hunter. I'm not, not a fan. fan of Hunter. All right. Well, I mean, it's like I said. Or Virginia was able. But yeah, Virginia's definitely. I think they can. They can get to the Final Four. This I mean, year. and it's they play year. a Purdue yeah. team that maybe shouldn't have beat a Tennessee team, yeah. also. So uh, we're going to go ahead and stamp Virginia. You want to go ahead and stamp Virginia in our Final Four? 
Purdue's been, I don't know, man. <laughs> I can't say anything. Uh, Adam, that's we'll, respect. We'll, we'll leave that one up to you guys. But uh, like, like I've said in the past, you know, hit us up. Let me know what's up with your bracket. Let me know how your bracket's doing. Let me know if you want us to talk about something else. Let me know if we're doing all right. Give us that like, comment, subscribe. But uh, we're going we're gonna to move on. Keep on moving through the games. The next game I want to talk about a little bit is my dark horse that I have going to the, to the Final Four, Texas Tech. They were able to beat Michigan last night. Um, they, they, they held Michigan to eight. 18 points in the first half. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty ridiculous in my opinion. Uh, Chris Chris Beard is the Texas Tech coach. He's a Bobby Knight descendant. He's off the Bobby Knight coaching tree. So Texas Tech plays that Bobby Knight matchup man. They switch a lot. I'm just going to jump in and say, imagine Culver and Trey Young in the backcourt next um, year. Yeah, I mean, it could be good. The Hawks, I'm telling you what, if they could luck up and get like the second and the sixth pick. or the Let th- those ping pong balls <laughs> fall right. We already, we're already we going to go ahead and just already say New York Knicks are going to get the first pick. Cause it's definitely it's looking good. like... It's they're the Knicks. They'll somehow figure yeah. out some way. To they want the Zion pick. to go to New York. They're not letting Zion go to Atlanta. But well, I'm happy with the second. This is honestly, a whole other episode. Yeah, I know, right? But I, like I said before, I'm honestly happy with the third pick, and we can take uh, R.J. Barrett. Hopefully, John Morant goes second. But we digress. Let's keep moving forward. We are talking about the games tonight. We got some good ones tonight. We got Kentucky, Houston. We got UNC, Auburn, LSU, Michigan State, and then the main event of Duke, Virginia Tech. But the first game. Uh, that's going to be on the first set of games is going to be Kentucky-Houston. And this is an interesting game. I know we talked in the last show about if P.J. Washington was going to play. I know I had read that he had had his cast off on Tuesday and that he was being reevaluated. And I read today that it's still totally up in the air from that Sea of Blue website that I actually found it from, the Kentucky fan base website. So if anybody's going to know, it's these Kentucky fans. I mean, they're just about as hardcore as any, any, any fan of any sport of any level as I can think of those Kentucky basketball fans. So P.J. Washington, I know he's uh, he's definitely a key piece for the Kentucky team. So uh, your guess is as good as mine if he's going to play tonight. But they play the Houston team that I talked about last show that is, I mean, I know I call them a sleeper. I know Nate said they're not a sleeper. They're a three seed. But but they they, they, they definitely will sneak up on you if you don't know who that Houston team is. And, and, and I think Houston could definitely give Kentucky a game tonight, especially if P.J. Washington doesn't play. No doubt. I mean, Houston, I'm – they, I think they can win this whole thing. This dude, uh, Corey Davis, is is that the sniper just, number five? It, yes, and just like Damian Lillard, game is exactly alike. That's who you think he's these, like, Damian yeah, Lillard? Yeah, huh? the Houston, they're long, yeah, big, they, they pull boards. That's gonna be. That's actually the primetime game, and I think that's gonna be a showdown. Yeah. I, I, I'd like to see Houston win, honestly. Because, a lot of good games today. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh, oh, yeah, because we had so like we said, we had so many blowouts last week. And this is what's good about this tournament. It's not all – there's no Cinderella's. It's the best teams, mm-hmm. and that's what everyone wants to see is the best – athletes on the floor exactly i think as of right now the lowest seed we have left is a four seed because what oregon lost no purdue's a five i believe and that's about it auburn's a five purdue's a five so i'm not gonna i don't yeah auburn five seed auburn's a five purdue's a five and and oregon lost last night as a 10 that's that was the highest seed that was left so we only got one through fives left so like you said yeah man the best talent is left in the tournament and the best star power in some guys like zion williams and someone like nasir little who's actually going to come back tonight for unc and play against Auburn, which should be another tough game, man. What do you think about... There's a lot of guys who are, like, a lot of injury (laughs) questions tonight. Like, we got Nasir Little. He's playing tonight. Jack White might play for Duke, which will be huge. 
And uh, we already talked about PJ Washington. Washington let's, you know, let's see all these guys healthy. Let's play some basketball. Good thing we're not putting money on these games, yeah. right? <laughs> I don't know. Read my no, 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 no. We do not support gambling on this show. But uh, yeah, uh, like I said before, this show is brought to you by Peach State College Sports, and uh, it's the internship I'm doing for school. Super excited to be giving you guys some content to listen to, and uh, appreciate y'all rocking and rolling with me. Appreciate producer Nate coming along and uh, getting on the episode again tonight with me. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, LSU, Michigan State, and Duke, Virginia Tech, and then we're going to let you go. A little shorter show tonight, but I definitely wanted to get you guys some content out. And then maybe uh, maybe Sunday or Monday we're going to come back out with maybe a, a recap of the games this weekend for sure because we got to keep this stuff coming at you guys as we're getting this information, as we're watching these games. I mean, holy cow, this is so this is one of the most wonderful times of the year, as they say, right? I mean, we yep. got the Masters, Masters. Masters coming up. We got NCAA tournament. I just came off Braves spring just break. Started. Hopefully I can graduate May 8th. So a lot yeah. of things in the works. But uh, We're but, on the come up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't the come up, it's the blow up. But uh, but LSU Michigan State will be a good one. Um, uh, LSU's coach is still suspended pending this FBI investigation. And Michigan State being your traditional blue blood team with Tom Izzo, I don't really know too much. I know LSU is very athletic, and they like, that's they, funny you say that because that this is the game I really don't know about. Is yeah. Michigan State LSU? It's kind of like all I know is Michigan State. Izzo's going to have his boys ready to exactly. go every time. And LSU's kind of got a chip on their shoulder with what they got going on with their, with their coach program. Being, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and I know one of their players was actually shot and killed at the beginning of the year, too, on their team. So they have a patch on their jersey for him and everything. So talk That's about awesome. overcoming adversity. Yeah. I mean, holy cow, they're That'll playing without their coach. Yeah, and, and, and being an SEC team, I always like to show them some love. Um, I believe I have Michigan State winning, but I really wouldn't mind an athletic LSU team taking that. But – yeah, I mean, yeah, it's. I don't care who it, wins this. I, it's honestly, I just want to see a good game. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. But uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit about this Duke Virginia Tech game, man. I know Duke's opening up with a, with a seven point advantage on the spread. Duke minus seven. That's funny though, because. Virginia Tech beat Duke by seven earlier this year. That was, of course Zion wasn't playing, mm-hmm. but it's just funny how that that is. It's. Vegas never seems game. to get yeah, it wrong. Though. It's kind of scary. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, uh, CBS is definitely milking the star power of Zion Williamson for all that it's yeah. worth. It's the primetime game tonight. It's the late. Duke haters want Duke to win this year. Yeah, I mean, I, everyone and, and everyone seems like. Even if if you like an NBA team like we like the they Hawks, they just want to see Zion. They want or, more or Zion. RJ Barrett or Reddish, yeah. someone like that. Because one of those guys could easily land on your team if you're an NBA fan of a team that's not so good, such as the Hawks. I mean, easily a Cam Reddish or RJ Barrett could land on our squad. So super interesting watching them, and that leads to the point of like. It's almost getting to the point. CBS has a camera dedicated. Did you know that CBS has a camera dedicated to only watching Zion the entire game? They have the camera on Zion. It's called Zion Cam. So they don't. We might have to pull that up tonight. (laughs) I mean, it's something. Yeah, you have to pull up on your computer. But talk about that. (laughs) This kid makes no money. He gets a he gets a scholarship. You could say he's the he's. He's the hottest thing since oh, and that's why, James. Oh, and that's why you the Ravens, that. yeah, that's yeah. why. He, he's the equivalent, like people have been saying, he's, like you just said, he's the equivalent to and it's, if LeBron would have gone to college People were questioning all of his other parts of his game. You know, of course, he went viral in high school, all With the, the dunks, dunks, yeah. but they never knew he could piece all his whole game together, and Coach K just 
did that, just and now he's he's that guy. Yeah, it, it's great to see him back too. I know a lot of people thought that he wasn't going to play after he got the knee injury, and maybe some guys would have sat out and not come back and not chance it. But that is awesome to That's see him Zion. come back. Zion's a, a good kid. If you hear him talk, like he's a legit good South Carolina kid. boy, right? South Carolina boy, yeah, and he's. He just wants to play basketball, and that's what it should be about. It's just crazy because I'm not going to get too much into this, but talk about exploiting college athletes a little bit. I mean, I know Jay Billis has been super vocal about this, and 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 just by me talking about the Zion cam, I mean, how much money is CBS and everybody else making? It's like Zion gets a scholarship to go to college for what one semester because he's going straight to the league anyways. Yeah. I mean, granted, he gets a free free tuition for however long he's in school, but he's not getting a degree, so really that does nothing to him. And I know he gets they to build definitely his brand. need. To work out a plan, something well, I, to get these kids. Put, put don't give them a hundred k, but maybe give, give it, let them eat. I mean, I know we talked about Shabazz Napier and UConn earlier, and 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 when they won the tournament, Shabazz Napier in his victory speech said they are the hungry, hungry Huskies because they they didn't have any money and they were broke college kids. So I mean, if that doesn't tell you enough, I don't know what does. But uh, I, I mean, that's all we really wanted to give you today. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, this was just one of those episodes we just decided to kind of piece together and just get it out there. You know, I mean, it's good to be back and. We'll give you some new content. Um, yeah, I mean, appreciate you having me on, Reed. Shout out to uh, Peach. Peach State Peach College State Sports. College yeah, man, Sports. for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you guys got to go over there and check it out. Uh, show us some love. Like I said, show the show some love. Hit that thumbs up. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. And uh, share it with your friends and your family. Uh, but without further ado, I'm your boy, Reed. And uh, like always, if you can't be safe, be careful. And I'm out. Peace.